Because when something bad happens, like the immediate response is raise money, which we need, rebuild, which we need, like all the obvious things we need. We also need new ideas. And so very few are thinking of how do I create a new solution? And that's where I love to, in my own little tiny, tiny little way, like do something as an artist to, to help and love people. Well, everybody, this is Tim Timmons. Yeah, yeah, strong. Hey, guys. 10,000 Minute Podcast. We've got Chris Cleveland. Yo. With really dumb things to say today <laughs> so far. We've got Just a more interesting knowledge. Hi. Um, we had actually great content uh, in a conversation with Jeremy Cowart. The we Jeremy Cowart. Yes. The one and only. Probably. Creative. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we've all watched his work for years. So he is an artist. He, I mean... What do you even call? What did he call himself? Professional. Awesome human. ADD. ADD. Professionally ADD. Yeah, I think that's he right. said. I think he said. And that. I was like, "Wow, seen and known." Totally. So, <laughs> if you are a creative or you're an accountant, this is for you. Apparently, because we're all creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really great. There was um, he talked about creative empathy that I thought was really great. I mean, it, I said great like twenty times right there. That's okay. It's, it really was great. Can't emphasize it enough. Can't, I can't emphasize it enough. <laughs> it, we talked a lot about failure. Yes. And what's it look like to fail? Yeah. And uh, and I think, I mean, he kind of framed it in a way as like, I just fail a lot and keep mm-hmm. going, which is really interesting. And he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've watched him for years kind mm-hmm. of push into something, nail it, and then be done with it. Fail mm-hmm. it. Move on. Mm-hmm. So inspiring. Yeah, it was almost a part of the creative process. Like yeah. he just had an acceptance of part of it is sitting with the idea. Part of it is experiencing failure with the idea. But all of it in the end is something I always want to do. That's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Failing or the art? Just the ups and downs of creating. Yeah. Because he said that he's the most happiest right, in this right season. Now. Yeah. And yet you could look back in his life and think, but wasn't this the best part of your season? That the was next the most season successful. Is the best that was... part is the next is the best season for him. Yeah. Like over right. and over. Yeah. yeah. He's right. a fat he's a fascinating human. Yeah. Um, really enjoy. So I think you'll like this podcast with Jeremy Coward. Hey, if you guys want to sign up for our ten thousand minute text messages, text ten K one zero K to five five six seven. You're doing amazing. Eight. Oh. Sign like 10 K to five, five, six, seven, eight. Um, and we'll send you two free text messages a week that are just encouragements. Mm-hmm. Go to 10,000 minutes.com. If you want to uh, give and support what we're doing, like share, subscribe, like share, subscribe. Don't miss an episode. Don't miss an episode. Hey, and would you also do a comment? That would be really great. Not a bad comment. Just good comments. <laughs> okay. So check this out. Well, welcome to the 10,000 Better Podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's no better start than that. Um, Our segues are Yeah, they're, they're killing me. Well, my name's Tim Timmons. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. we got Chris Cleveland. Yo. And we've got a Moy Donis. Hello. So that's Moy. We go, she goes by Moy. I love it. Joy, but with an M. Oh, I hate that you have to say that. Oh, I don't mind it. Really? Yeah. I'm okay with that. It's no cost. <laughs> I know, but at some point... You have to say something so many times. Mm-hmm. It's every time you go, yeah, hi, it's Moy. It's Joy with an M or whatever. It doesn't drain me. Because oh, like, I think people are, when they me? get it right after I explain it, yeah. I think they were intentionally, like they were listening to me. I mm-hmm. feel like people are being present when they're when it clicks for them. Plus, okay. I'm a teacher at heart. Right. I'm naturally like, let me get you there. <laughs> so it's <Moy>. Mo. <laughs> so it's Mooey, but it's okay. No, so it's Moy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we've got Jeremy Cowart. Over here. Yes. I'm here. I'm here. Present. Present. Hot and present. <laughs> so hot. So. <laughs> Please. Um, it is hot, actually, right Very now. Extreme. But you might be listening to this during the winter season, and you might be happy about this, but yeah. it's it's hot as... It's as hot as it gets, actually. Yes. cuss words right yes. now. The South yeah. is brutal right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeremy. Yeah. You uh, do a million things. In life. Professionally ADD. <laughs> Is that what you'd say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, all, for the better and the worse. 
I mean, because we're we're just talking about it earlier of like all the things that you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of jokes. I'm trying. I'm monitoring all the dumb <laughs> things that I'm not But you have a million uh, plates. Is that yeah. how you see life? That you have a million plates and you're spinning them all, or do you see them like you've got a plate and you're they're a bunch of different pieces uh, of food? Trying on. to trying to narrow. I don't want a lot of plates. Mm-hmm. I don't pride myself on that. It just tends to be where I naturally go. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good thing to have a million plates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But you have a million plates. I have had. I mean, of course, my career. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's just start naming some of them just for fun. <laughs> Gosh. <I> mean, <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. You started out as a, as a photographer. It started out as a painter. Painter mm-hmm. is what then I said. I was a graphic designer. Graphic right. designer second then I was I said. a web designer. Web designer mm-hmm. third. And then I was a photographer. That's what I said. Fourth you started out as a photographer. <laughs> right. That is definitely what you said. Okay so you, yeah. you had all that stuff was your intro. Yeah. And then. And then app developer non-profit right. founder. Yes. Atelier um, illustrator at times. Painter again. Yeah there's been. There's some I'm forgetting in there but yeah now. NFTs and uh, sit on different boards of organizations mm. and yeah, just EDD. <laughs> Truly, uh, which of those give you life? Uh, they all do in different ways, different times. Um, as long as I feel like I'm being creative, you know, mm. I'm happy when I'm creating. So, yeah. as long as I'm getting to do my thing, uh, um, they give me life. Yeah, yeah. Because it almost say right now, I'm I'm the happiest I've ever been creatively. Mm. Ooh, what's that yeah. look like? Uh, just get to make art now, uh, which is who I've always been. Like when right. I say I started as a painter, I was very wise as an 18 year old because that's what I wanted to do then, and that's what I want to do now. Hmm. And now I get to do that. So yeah, it's, it's so reflective that even just that history that you just gave is yeah. so reflective of what you do. I mean, everything I watch yeah. from you is so crazy creative, but it's using all those elements. Yeah, I'm grateful I've taken all those detours because now they all definitely weigh in uh, into the equation. Like, had I just stuck with painting, I never would have, you know, learned computers and all things mm-hmm. Photoshop and everything else that comes along with it. So, Well, if you need any help, <laughs> oh. uh, I'm here to just <laughs> offer some of my... set up around yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is an impressive setup. So, anyways, just on the computer if you need me. Yeah. Painting work or. Ever heard of Zoom? We know how to use that. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Microsoft Paint, I hear. Oh, throwback. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? Is that a throwback? Well, it's been around for a while, right? A bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it is. I don't even get that. Mario Paint. Anyone to play that? No. Okay. I I lost the crowd. I lost the crowd. Let's go back. So, Moy's a gamer. Nice. Okay. Yes. Uh, she's, she's like professional perfect. gamer. Get out. You've got go. like paid to play. You've got sponsors. You had sponsors. Sw- yeah. Okay. Uh, Just crazy. rumors, Witch lies, gaslighting. That's know. our theme for today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to be, we'll figure out how to be creative. Um, so I, I, part of it is like there are, we're trying to help people to walk with Jesus in the 10,000 minutes of a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're a Jesus follower as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also helpful because I think some people put creative stuff on one label and then we've got Jesus stuff over here. Mm-hmm. I'm just we're just trying to figure out how do we help people be more aware of Jesus during our week in everything that we do. So we have therapists on here. We've got authors, authors, musicians, uh-huh. all the yeah. people. Solid people. So I guess we're I'm trying to get down to the bottom of that. But even just in art, what are, what are the things that inspire you? Gosh, that inspire me. Um, and how do you find inspiration? Uh, I think Chuck Close said inspiration is everywhere, and I couldn't agree more. Hmm. I find myself easily inspired. Um, could be my children. It could be a movie that I watch. could be music that I hear. Uh, it's usually other artists that are inspiring me, just, you know, browsing social media. I've got a lot of colleagues that inspire me. Um, you know, I really am easily inspired. There's a lot to be inspired by, so I don't find it hard to. Ooh, okay, so get talk about being easily inspired because I don't know if I don't know if that's a normal practice. Has that just been hmm. something you? It just comes natural to you, or is that a practice that you've done? Uh, that's a good question. Never thought about it. Um, I guess it's natural. Like I just I enjoy life, and I find, uh, like I said, inspiration. Is is all around. Um, literally every day, I find myself somehow getting inspired. I don't intentionally do that. I just 
by my nature, I'm generally involved in my field and I'm talking to the artist more now today than ever before. I'm more involved in other artist communities than ever before. So I'm constantly seeing what other artists are doing and that's feeding into what I'm doing and uh, inspiring me. In fact, right now, the projects I'm working on are, I see clear lines drawn from what I'm doing now to other artists that are hmm. currently right now inspiring me. So, How cool is that? Yeah, it's super cool. And hopefully, I'm inspiring other artists. So, yeah. Well, hmm. you're inspiring me to <laughs> make more art. Um, okay, so where do you see uh, where do you see Jesus in the midst of all this stuff? Like, how how did that? How is that? Have you just grown up, Jesus person? Yeah, we know your brother pretty, pretty much. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't even like. I know. Yeah, nor do I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like your your typical Southern. Christian kid went to all the camps, named the camp, and I went to it, you right. know. Charles Creek. What's up? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, yeah. got him. Which one was that? False Creek. False Creek. Like it's False in Creek like Falls. Rural Oklahoma. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you good. got me. I yes. have not yes. been to that one. <laughs> that was his goal. So his good. goal was to just yeah. stump me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. Right, we're done. This has been well, such a good time. I know. <laughs> Anytime we can stump. I'm done. Yeah. Done. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, church every Sunday, Wednesdays, Sunday night, the whole deal. Um, yeah, I was, I was that, that kid. Um, so what was the question? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? No, I, I, I'm just curious about your Jesus story. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I grew up in the church, was saved when I was 10 years old. Uh, very also kind of, it was very genuine, but it was also kind of cliche in the atmosphere. I was at a camp in Florida with my family and church camp and yeah, I was the I was ten years old. And so um yeah, growing up in the church, um, and then always as an adult trying to live that out in various ways, which I find more challenging, of course, than ever before. Okay, mm-hmm. so why? Yeah. Uh, I just think the um why for you? For me, because I feel like the church is more of a laughing stock than ever before. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels like every year it gets Worse yeah. and worse and worse. Yeah. Um, and I have so many friends leaving mm-hmm. the church for mm-hmm. good. They're so burnt out and jaded by mm-hmm. Christians. And um, and so, yeah, it gets harder and harder to live out our faith and, you know, be an example, uh, I find, year over year, for sure. Okay. Well, I'd like to dig into that. Yeah. I mean, just you're in an art community. Mm-hmm. Part of art is declaring things or it's. It's provoking. Mm-hmm. So, are you? Do you want to use art in that way, or a little bit? Yeah, there's some artists. I heard a uh, Stephen Pressfield quote recently that really freed me. Um, he said, "Half of artists are expressing themselves, and the other half is are discovering themselves." Hmm. And that was amazing to me because mm-hmm. I've always felt this odd pressure that maybe my art isn't good because I, I don't express my inner uh-huh. feelings and faith and thoughts like Scott uh-huh. the painter do you know yeah, Scott? Yeah. Like, we had him on here yeah that guy literally is you know yeah expressing his faith through his art that yeah. is not me yeah. I, don't, I don't do that not because I don't want to but um I am when I create art I am truly discovering what's inside and when it comes out I feel like I'm observing it just as the viewer is. Like, mm. I have no idea what to tell you about whatever just came out of me. It's just uh, <laughs> ever since I was a kid, I made art, and yeah. it is what it is. And I often, the art industry will say that if you explain the art too much, it kind of cheapens it, which mm-hmm. I tend to agree with. I, I think you let the art beat the art. And so but Scott is a good example of somebody who is so opposite to me, and I'm a huge fan of his, yeah. deeply, yeah, deeply. Yeah, yeah. Admire his ability to express himself, but that's just not what I do. Um, but my, I feel like my faith comes through my art when I'm through my ideas more so than my art. My art is one thing. My ideas, for example, like I founded a nonprofit called Help Portrait, which was truly like living out the gospel without a Christian label, without yes. the church right. attached in any way, and. That was a an accidental movement I started. So this was like 2008, and I gathered together a bunch of local photographers, and I said, what if we do portraits for people in need here in Nashville? And so we did one event, real small event, like 60 people, I think eight photographers, 
real intimate. And it was cool. It was great. But so many people after that was like, hey, if you ever do that again, let me be a part. And yeah. so I was like, well, if more people want to do this, maybe a lot more people want to do this. And so at that time, this is like dating ourselves. Like hmm. I use this thing called a blog. Remember yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I put out the word and, and other influencers blogs. And like we, for the next December 2009, I think our first event we were in 43 countries and yeah, like right. all, over, cool. all over the world um and then to date uh we stopped counting at some point but it's well over a million maybe millions of portraits i've known that have been taken i think in over 80 countries and 13 years or something mm-hmm. so but that was very much a let's just love people whether it for who they are using our gifts no, nothing in it for the photographer. We don't use these in our portfolio. Yeah. Hmm. But we also feed them and bring clothes and bring uh, gifts for mm. the kids because it's Christmas. And it is truly, in fact, it's so like the gospel that once I got an email, maybe one of the most meaningful emails I've ever received. This guy said, Jeremy, I did Help Portrait again this year. I'm a huge fan of Help Portrait and I'm an atheist. And he said, congrats to you for creating something that is so clearly the gospel without calling it Christian. Mm. Yeah. He's like, because I know what you're doing. I see I see yeah. it, but yeah. I, I'm not a believer. But I applaud you for getting mm. me so, you know, involved in something that is so clearly the gospel. Um, and that's how I like to think of. I like to apply that thinking to other things because. I've never been a fan of like calling something Christian or, mm-hmm. you know, even like attaching the church to it. And so, um, why? Just all the labels. And as soon as the church is attached, I mean, even my own friends just like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. They just check out uh, immediately. And so, um, yeah, I just would rather the old quote, preach the gospel when necessary, use words, you know, um, hmm. just do what he calls us to do, which is. Uh, you know, I don't mean to be a yeah that guy, but just love our neighbors. I mean, love people um as ourselves in any ways we can. So I have a mission statement that I loosely apply to everything I do, which is to explore the intersection of creativity and empathy. Like, how do we mm-hmm. explore? The, say it one more time. Explore the intersection of creativity and empathy. So how do I do creative things that are loving and helping and serving people. So I've done a lot of um, creative work during times of need. So tornadoes, wildfires, earthquakes. Uh, pandemic? You're doing all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I did a pandemic mm-hmm. project and mm-hmm. did a Black Lives Matter project. Because when something bad happens, like the, the, the immediate response is raise money, which we mm-hmm. need. Yeah. Rebuild, mm-hmm. which we need. Like all the obvious things we need. We also need new ideas. And so very few are thinking of how do I mm-hmm. create a new solution? And that's where I love to, mm-hmm. in my own little tiny, tiny little way, yeah. like do something as an artist to to help and love people. Um, and that's worked very well. And I love it. And I love to figure out like, not only how do I do this, but like how, do, how can I do something that actually helps? And mm-hmm. it's not like me being the white savior or the like, like the school thing I did and added to my portfolio. Uh-huh. Like, no, how can I use photography to actually like help? And so, mm. for example, like when the wildfires hit Gatlinburg, you know, a lot of storytellers went down their guys with drones and take pictures of the devastation, um, interview people, you know, news, all the news stations were down there. But I was like, I was literally sitting in church listening to Darren, but not listening <laughs> Because I had this idea, and I just felt like God was like, drones at a mattress. I was like, I'm sorry, what? You know, it's a very random um, word to get. Because I had never used a drone. I didn't like drones. I think they're just kind of boring. Um, but I just had this vision of like a drone shooting from, you know, a couple hundred feet up, but in this dark, massive, these burned homes in the rubble. Um but in the midst of that, a white mattress, it was a stark white mattress with the homeowners laying on the mattress and just seeing the the humanity and all the devastation. Mm. Um, it just literally had that like vision in my head. And so I was like, all right, <laughs> got to go do it. And so I uh, rallied a crew together, found drone dudes to partner with. And um, next thing I knew, we were in Gatlinburg with the big old white mattress and placing the white mattress and burned, mm. you know, homes. And um 
did that for several days. And anyway, that project, like they ended up, um, first of all, raised a lot of money, ended up like on Time Magazine's website. Um, but they built a permanent memorial, like museum of that work wow. because it meant so much to wow. them. Snaps you up to Anakista Mountain, which is one of the mountains. Um, there's like an outdoor exhibit that's there forever, you know. Mm. And that meant a lot to me because yeah. it was like sweet. Like it helped them. It helped the people that I photographed. That's my goal is not to like make me look cool or the whatever, but like to do something that is valuable in the situation. I guess as I look at my life, I spend most of it worrying about me. How is this thing, how is this conversation going to benefit me? And as wonderful and as healing as art can be and creating things can be for our own well-being, it seems that Jesus is a bigger invitation for us than to just be about us. Who's somebody in your life right now that needs attention, needs help? Is it a person? Is it a whole community? Whether it's a dinner to have hard but necessary conversations or a small yard sale to fund a neighbor's current need, create with someone in mind this week. This doesn't have to be a masterpiece. It's just creating with God for the sake of the other. God, open our hearts to who you might be inviting us to love really well this week. So anyway, it's cool. creative empathy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. it, that's bizarre. I was actually just thinking about, I remember a few years ago, a mutual friend of ours actually talked about how everybody's creative, which I didn't think that I was like, oh, just creatives are creative, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. how an accountant is creative. Mm-hmm. Like there's, Hope they're, they're not that creative. Rah, rah, well, I mean, I, I, that's, <laughs> Maybe not with the numbers. <laughs> but my, my appointment next is actually, I'm just like, how creative can you get? But I mean, even just the mm-hmm. way that they do numbers and how they, mm-hmm. you know, there's a way to have creative empathy mm. yeah, in almost any field. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you almost get permission to do so? I feel like mm. a lot of creativity is a lot of just letting yourself maybe go to the corners of an idea. Like, how did you develop the permission to think outside the box, knowing that maybe not many see it or understand it? in the beginning phases of something. Cause I feel like I checked out your book, check it out. I'm possible. It's nice. amazing. And it was a lot of plates, but they were a lot of like, I think I'm going to pivot again. I think I'm going to mm. leave this again. I think. I'm, and how do you find permission to do that? So you can keep kind of running with these ideas that you get. Yeah. I mean, it's much like working out, like, you know, uh, forming muscles, like you gotta just keep failing. I think the majority of culture is just afraid to fail. Um, mm. Even my own kids right now, I'm like, good Lord, just go trial for the soccer team. Mm. I'll be as proud of you if you don't make it as yeah. as a will if you do. Like, yeah. just go fail. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. your whole life is going to be full of failures and get used to it now. And, of course, she made the soccer team. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I've just never had a fear of um, people. I've never cared what people think. I really don't. Um And I've learned that every time I fail, I get just as much knowledge and learning from that failure. So I just keep trying things. Um, And even now, the public has watched me fail for a decade now at building this first hotel. But I'm still going. Mm. And it's actually still. Is it still happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to explain that really quick? Because that was the most bizarre. Not not the failure, but just the idea. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, or explain the failure. Gosh, it's been 10 years now. I had, a, I had an idea back when, like, you know, social good now is, like, everywhere. But 10 years ago, it was not. It was, yep. like, Tom Shoes. Yep. Mm. And that was kind of about it. Yep. You know, uh, Charity Water was in its early days. But that was just a traditional, like, nonprofit that wasn't really social good. Anyway, I had this idea for a hotel chain to be a social good hotel where everything in the building connected to a cause or people in need or nonprofit hmm. and it would be called the purpose and all these really really specific ideas on how to make it happen um it's been a long for three years i did nothing three years i literally just sat on the idea hmm. um and then in 2015 i was like okay it's time to 
do something. So it decided to launch with the public, do a Kickstarter, which in hindsight was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it seemed like a good idea. Yeah. So we launched that in 2016. Raised how much? Uh, first time we didn't meet our goals, we made $0. Talk about a massive failure. Wow. But it succeeded in its uh, publicity yeah. and, and blew up kind of. Yeah. Everybody wanted it to work. And so we relaunched that and immediately raised about 650 grand, which sounds like a ton of money. But yeah. when you're trying to build a $150 million <laughs> hotel, uh, it's like pennies, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was still enough to like kind of get the wheel spinning and start with renderings and designers and all that stuff. Um, and so anyway, it's a long story as to what all has happened since 2016. But yeah, it has more life right now than it's ever had. Um, mm-hmm. But still, I'm the I've been the one that's had to face everywhere I go. Yeah, er, out in public. How's the hotel going? I'm right, like, uh, right. Gotta tell the story. Um, Can yeah, you yeah, kick yeah. me a little harder? <laughs> yeah, straight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's been a very, very public. Uh, yeah, but, right. It was so public. But I keep just doing other stuff, and um, while that's happening in the background, and anyway, it's a long way of saying like I just. Um, I don't know. I I just you let yeah. I just keep learning, and I realize that nobody remembers our our failures. Hmm. They remember what actually works. And in the meantime, so many creatives are just paralyzed in that state of what if it doesn't work? You know, what would they think? Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, whatever. It's I mean, sure. There have been times I've been really embarrassed, and yeah. But uh, I know that's just part of life, and just keep keep building. Keep have going. you always known that, or is that something that you've had to actually grow into? I've had to grow into it, but I, I liken it to like literally when we were little going into the haunted house. Like I always remember like loving the moment of, you know, I remember I have a memory of like youth group doing the ropes course and there was like 200 kids. They said, who wanted to go first? I was the only person that raised my hand to go up and walk on the rope. And I, I was startled. I was like, why doesn't anybody else want to do mm-hmm. that first? That looks amazing. And I think that moment is very much the same in business. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to go up there and it's going to be terrifying. I might fall. People might laugh if I fall off the rope, um, but screw it. Let's go for it. Yeah. And uh, it's very much the same in, in business. And so I think I've always been a little bit wired that way um, to just, just go for it and see what happens. Hmm. Well, it turns out beautiful things. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I love, I love seeing others do the same. Just go for their dreams and try it. If it doesn't work, you still learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I spent four years building an iPhone app and that failed. Mm-hmm. Learned a ton that went into the hotel journey. Like it's crazy. Okay, so then how how can we help people fail well? I mean, I don't know that we can just get, just keep encouraging, you know, have you, what, what has been helpful? I mean, you kind of just said it, but what has been helpful for you? What are like habits or things that have helped you in failing? Well, like when these things happen, how much of your identity is wrapped up? I guess that's probably where failure really mm-hmm. comes from mm-hmm. is our identities are stuck in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how do we help people in that? If there's somebody listening right now that is feeling like I'm going to be a failure if this thing doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe added to that, how did community help you through your failures, so-called failures? Yeah. Thinking through the specific examples. Um, <laughs> or do you just not care? Is it like, hmm. I mean, do, I, yeah. do you have the ability to kind of go, I, I care some and sometimes it hits me. But for the most part, I'm like, right. I'm, I'm doing fine. I mean, of course I care. Like it always, I mean, it always hurts your ego a little bit. I don't want to sit here and say, yeah, I just don't care. Uh, of course I do. But also just realize what I've been saying, like, I'm just going to go and do the next thing and something will work. Um, and a lot of this too is just the pressure of having to make a living. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. the, I think there's a beauty to be, you know, I've got a mortgage and four kids and yeah. all these bills to pay and a studio and assistant and, you know, expenses are a really great thing for creatives, you know, because like, <laughs> crap, I can't just sit around and, yeah. and so a lot of it is just forced reinvention yeah you know, crap that mm. didn't work that yep. made zero dollars or i went into debt yes. and i you know lost money and so like i gotta reinvent and do the next thing and so um but over time what y'all are saying at the beginning of this interview wow jeremy you're such a innovator and play spinner and and i'm like no i'm not really i just mm. keep failing but I, I tell people if you just start doing things that's how people see you as just a doer yeah it looks impressive almost even when you fail um 
Hmm. You just keep going and throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. And I feel like that's what I just keep doing. So do you not feel like your identity is, has been wrapped into this thing? Like when these things fail, it doesn't seem like your identity is that wrapped into the thing. It's more in what you do. I guess. Yeah. I don't think my identity is wrapped too much. In it. I mean, maybe at times, um, I mean, how that, much? that's rare. FYI. Hmm. I right. Mean, just, I think when someone tries to create something and it doesn't go well, then the fear of not creating anything good starts to blossom, I think. Yeah. So it's interesting that you have this view of, well, time to create something else. Yeah. When many people are like, maybe I'm not creative. Maybe. Well, you, know, you know what it is? I think we have a superpower as creatives um, in that if you have ideas, that is your superpower. And mm-hmm. so I know that I'll have more ideas, not from an ego standpoint. Just, yeah, just like how you're made. You, I've had 20 years yeah. of ideas mm. and this one failed. And then just know that I'm going to have more. And I think all creatives are that way. Um, you just, if you, even non-creatives, like I, like what you were saying earlier, yeah. I really do believe all people have it wired in them. It's like uh, Picasso said, every child is an artist. What did he say? And then they, it's a met, just a matter of learning how to stay one or I forget what I forget. Forget the quote. Yeah, yeah. This point was everybody's an artist. Um, hmm. And so I just realized my core as a professional is that I'm an idea generator. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't care if they fail because I know there will be more coming next. And, so, hmm. and they do. I don't know why or how that works, but they yeah. just do. Yeah, we've got a few ideas we want to throw at you. Um, <laughs> yeah, just it felt like. No. <laughs> Okay, so how do you how do you deal with commerce? You were just talking about like we have to make a living. I mean, yeah. we know that just as artists, as music artists, musicians, mm-hmm. whatever we are, we're always dealing with this idea of like, okay, we want something to be palatable, yeah, for the most amount of people in some ways mm-hmm. because it's kind of what we do and it's actually what puts food on our table. Um, but how do you deal with that and also art? How do Man. you reconcile those yeah. two things? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I've spent the last 15 or so years like creating for clients, you know, doing commercial photo shoots and yeah, trying to make a living that way. Um, so that you can do other things? Yeah. Yeah, so I can do other things. And I've never liked client work, to be honest. I can mm. do it, but it's not where my passion is. Um, so I'm so happy now because I don't have any clients and I just mm-hmm. get to make art. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and like every creative, I think because of who I shoot, people assume I'm like rolling in money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so ridiculous. Like they say Taylor Swift to my portfolio. I think I'm like rolling with celebrities all the time. I'm like, that was like two minutes, 12 <laughs> years ago. Right. And I yeah. volunteered to do that shoot for CMT. So I made zero dollars. Right. Haven't seen Taylor since. Yeah. <laughs> so Tay Tay. Yeah. yeah. She hasn't called. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't called. Um, yeah. She has no idea who I am. Yeah. Um, you know, and so. Uh, but you shot Chris Tomlin. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, sure. <laughs> I don't want to say it too loud. I actually had toured with Chris Holland for Uh-oh, three months. Oh, mic drop. <laughs> that was actually fun. Then I toured with Britney Spears, home from Tomlin to Britney. Oh, no. That's a true story. Love it. Love it. Do you have any good stories? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And Britney, I do. Well, yeah. is that for another time? It's for another time, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I literally got called to tour with Brittany as I'm on tour with Tomlin. That was such a crazy mental shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's 2008, awesome. too, when the economy was dead and it was a wild, wow. a wild time. Yeah. Wow. Tomlin tour was amazing, I have yeah. to say. Yeah. It's a blast. Is that the last time you toured? With- yeah. Brittany was the last time I toured. And we'll never do that again. Yeah. 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 That was the end. That was the end of the touring career. It's a different kind of life. Yeah. For sure. Um, what are habits that you bring into your daily? You said just being aware of things around you. But what are habits that you've kind of put in your daily life? Man, I always wanted to have such a good answer, smart answer <laughs> for that one. Um, I feel like when you have four kids, you're kind of flying by the seat yeah, of your pants yeah. and your family life kind of controls your daily habits. Yeah. But generally, um, you know, getting the kids out and off to school in the mornings, get to work by 9 a.m. or so. Um, you know, pretty traditional hours, go home around 5. Um, just shut a crank. I mean, honestly, um, I know the Chuck Close quote, he said, uh, 
inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just show up at nine and get to work. <laughs> so good. You know, yeah. um, that's kind of what it has to be. And so now it's kind of cool because I don't have any clients anymore. I mean, yeah. it really is up to me to um, just be my own boss, being my own work. And so I just follow the the muse wherever the ideas go um, is where is what directs my habits and my um, timeline and my calendar. And it's just like, literally, I feel like I'm retired. Like I'm having mm. so much fun right now. Like when I'm retired, if that ever happens, yeah. I'll still be doing what I'm doing right now. Like I'm literally just making art right now for whoever out there yeah. finds it interesting. Yeah. And the crazy thing about NFTs is I don't have to, print it or ship it or make it like it's just all Mm -hmm. I make it digitally and I mint it and someone buys it and I move on to the next creation. Yeah. It's like literally a dream, an artist dream come true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's a blast. I'm Um, trying to think of a way to explain NFTs to anybody online. Unfungible token. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that pretty much sums it up. Well, one (laughs) of my, one of my favorite games is to throw out three letters mm-hmm. and just see what, what <laughs> oh, comes dude. first. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but the problem with me is that every time it's dirty. <laughs> every freaking, yeah. never freaking time. I was, yeah, sorry. Uh, every time, it, like, they're That's just good. inappropriate words. And I can't say it like I'm always so slow to the game because I would actually be first. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd actually win NFT. I'm like, nailed it. I just yeah. nailed it in my brain, but everything came out wrong. Okay. Um, how do you separate family time and work time like how do you do that i, I would just Man. say even in this studio there are so many and it's kind of whatever quote you just said there's so many moments when i'm just starting on something that's oh i finally have been working on this song yeah. or whatever and then one of my kids comes down <laughs> like you just hit me and i'm like mother and i just have other <laughs> words to say nfts yeah, yeah. um <laughs> To say because it just, and it throws me straight out, or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'll be walking down the steps. Yeah. I'm like, cool, I'm excited to go work today, and mm. kids will do something yep. super dumb and it's funny throw me off. It's funny you're saying that. Just this morning, I was working from home and thinking to myself, like, clearly, I'm so grateful that I have a studio that is not at home. Like, I have to drive to where I have a studio at the factory. Yeah, and so yeah, because when I'm at home. The harder than kids is my wife, like, oh, can you run to Target real quick? Yeah. Like, because I'm there, she thinks mm-hmm. I'm available and I'm just not. And same with her. She's working too. And right. so she's like, no, I can't. I'm, she has a much better no to me than I do mm-hmm. her. Because <laughs> whatever she has, I'm like, crap, I got to go do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm very grateful that I work at a studio away from home. Because otherwise, it gives yeah. you like a second in your car to yeah. say a few bad words and then you yeah, kind of exactly. move into heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's almost <sighs> a actual transition when you drive from your home to work, mm-hmm. like you're entering work mode. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How are you uh, combining your creativity with empathy now, like in the space where you are now, where you feel like semi retired, making things for mm-hmm. the NFT space? Yeah. Where does empathy come in there from? It's funny, I had a major realization just recently on that front because I did a I tried to do an NFT fundraiser. Um, mm-hmm. It's when the last earthquake hit Haiti. I was going to sell my previous Haiti photos as NFTs to give to the current earthquake situation. And crickets did not work. And what I realized in that moment is I'm like, oh, I see what's happening. I have to make people care about me before mm. they care about what mm. I care about. Um, mm-hmm. And which in reality, that's, self-indulgence and greed but it's also true like Mm. there's endless examples of that like we care about what bono cares about because we love bono uh carlos whitaker in town is a perfect example everybody loves carlos like he just his engagement is like 90 percent yeah when he posts something Mm -hmm. everybody watches it and it's because we love carlos yeah Um, yeah and so whether he's helping the man in the airport or helping the right. birds on his porch. Right. Right. Everybody's all mm. in through Love Carlos. And so I realized a few months ago, I was like, I have to build an, a thing in this space. I got to build my own, I hate the word brand or platforms, but whatever that thing is, I have to build it. And so I'm working to do that. And thankfully, it's actually working pretty well. Um, but then I can start doing these crazy 
fundraise because I do have the ideas, but I, right. I have a much better understanding now of timing and mm. pace and, and just when is the right moment to do mm-hmm. that. And so, um, does that stuff exhaust you? No, no, I love it. Uh, I can't wait to, to do it. I do get annoyed because, you know, I think we've all experienced this before on our own social channels mm-hmm. when we do post about a, a need, mm-hmm. whether it's a nonprofit or a fundraiser, like whatever, like, it's crickets. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, really hard to break through and get people to care about something. Um, and so all that to say, like, I feel like I'm finding my my way mm-hmm. and, and building a name in this space that hopefully I can. Like, because there are some of these NFT projects that are literally making millions of dollars, like, in a week. I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy what's happening. And so I'm just thinking of, like... You know, I just work with people living national. They told me their annual budget. I'm like, man, if we did this right, we could like give y'all years of your yeah. annual budget. You yeah. know, if we did mm-hmm. this project mm. right. And so, yeah, slowly getting there. I'm just letting the ideas simmer and the mm-hmm. timing simmer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to New York next week and I have an NFT on the biggest Times Square billboard. And like, I just have a lot oh, of cool wow. things happening. Cool. So, I feel like I'm, I'm on my way to be able to like start bringing in the the empathy side to to Mm. what i'm doing you've been able to separate ego and failure Mm -hmm. how are you separating it in like brand building and success how do you keep from like inflating yourself in those ways because i know like like the day we had carlos in here was really interesting he does it really well but i just remembered seeing him like like he was i don't know how many stories he did when he was sitting here and i literally said dude how are you doing this because yeah. mm. I can't because I can't separate my ego from it like mm. I feel like I'm just self-serving all day even if there's yeah. a good out like outcome from mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Yeah. how are you how are you separating those things or are you I think I know what you're asking yeah like I don't really like my work most of the time uh-huh. <laughs> it's pretty easy honestly like even the art that I made throughout the pandemic I never tried to sell because I didn't like it mm-hmm. um, and so it's pretty pretty easy, really. It's like I would maybe have an ego if I thought what I was doing was awesome. Uh-huh. And I barely, I was actually thinking about this just yesterday because I did a really, really killer shoot two days ago. Like A-list team, like we just knocked it out of the park. And I was thinking about how the day of that shoot to me was amazing. Like it was so beautiful, so mm-hmm. cool. The next day I was like, yeah. eh, mm-hmm. it's all right. <laughs> and so... Yeah. That's just the way I work. I'm. I only love what I'm gonna do next. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. never love what I just. Welcome did. to being mm-hmm. a musician yeah, and yeah. releasing music. Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, that is the plight of an artist. I think so. Yeah, but it's healthy, and I'm. I just literally, I love what I'm gonna do next, and as soon as I do it, I'm like, cool, that's done. On to the next thing. So I think so. follow up question is like, because I feel the same way. Like as you're building a brand, how do you tell yourself this is worth doing? When, one, you don't think the work maybe is valuable that you've done. Is it like, I know the end goal here, the next thing needs this, so I'm going to build this thing? Or what is that in you? I think I'm just driven by the ideas, like constantly mm-hmm. driven by the ideas. Like the mm-hmm. muse, the ideas, and if the idea is killer and it excites me, then I go do it. And then mm-hmm. another one will come and it'll erase that one and like every day. that, that mm-hmm. I have an ongoing list, whether it's Evernote or like my laptop desktop but just always kind of overviewing the ideas and whatever gives me mm-hmm. the most life i go i go chase which mm-hmm. okay so i have a million ideas yeah like too many ideas mm-hmm. my manager's always like good show yeah. i'm glad you came up with a new one today because yeah. that sounds totally. amazing too yep. i have a lot of ideas yeah you seem to do that well i don't seem to do that well it seems to like derail me from something that i you know um seth godin's thing was like just stick in it ship yeah, that's what mm-hmm. we started doing on the, the first podcast. Right. It was like, gosh, we're trying to make this whole, whole thing perfect. Let's yeah. just do it and go. We'll just mm-hmm. ship and just start going. Um, you seem to ship really well, but I then will move on to something else and none of them like get enough traction and I never like sat in it long enough. Are there things like that for you? That's that- my problem too. I'm amazing mm-hmm. at shipping, but horrible at staying committed. Like mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Has that so- hurt you? Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. Big time. Yeah, so what do you so learn many, from that? <laughs> so many ideas I wish I had stayed committed to. Yeah. Um, like I launched, for example, I launched as another one of the 
careers I forgot to mention, but just as an educator. Yeah, okay. it's a university. Oh, I launched right. a whole like online mm. course to teach people photography and it blew up and was amazingly successful. Uh, most successful thing I've ever done. And then uh, shut it down. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally shut it down. Just because you were, you kind of lost excitement uh, for it. Yeah, there was no excitement for it whatsoever. I hated seeing the stupid Facebook ads with my face on it. Like, yeah. like it made I did me, too. They made me throw. I know. I, did too. I, know. Gosh, no, I feel like I wanted to throw up a little bit. Um, yeah, like, hey, come learn my Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> So Please. Was that the but there are so many people that that would be so helpful for. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it made it almost a million dollars year one. Year two is done. I just shut it out. Yeah. Like, I can't. I don't care how much money it makes. I'm done. I'm was out. that is that something that you needed somebody else to come in and run the thing and do all the stuff for you? Would that have worked? And I, or? I did have that help uh, for sure. Um but even still, I was the face of it and yeah. <laughs> I just did not want to be the teacher guy. It wears yeah. out, yeah. 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 And I do, the funny thing is I do enjoy teaching. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy helping people. Well, if you'd but. like to do that again, I'll be the face. <laughs> and I just take like 50%. Perfect. It's going to yeah. be fun. You are such yeah. a gift. Yeah, thanks. But that's one of the things like, okay, I, I should have kept doing that. Because um, hmm. like I know a lot of my colleagues have done the same thing. They kept theirs going, then they sold it. To bigger platforms right. for insane amounts of money. I'm like, yeah, I could have done that. Right. <laughs> but I mm. sh- shut it down. Yeah. It's done. Um, there are lots of other examples where I just, man, I'm like. So is there anything that you learn from that? Like, as you're just observing as a curious observer holding your life and this issue, because I'm this is actually a very personal issue mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, as, you're, as we're looking at this in a glass box right here, just kind of observing it going, huh, what do you learn? And is there something that you'd do different? Yeah, I, mean, I, think it, I think it's truly just trying to force myself, like, to stay interested. Because when I see ADD, truly, I just keep bouncing yeah. from idea to idea. Yeah. And I just kind of, like, even with the hotel, I'm, like, just having to, like, try to pray right. and train myself. Okay, this is a good idea. Mm. For the long term, I'm going to have to stay, figure out how to stay engaged. Um, and it's just so hard for me to do yeah. So it's always the next thing um, that that steals my attention. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just a matter of trying harder to stay focused, I guess. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, this new space I'm in, the NFT space, it is finally like does feel like home. Yeah. Feels like what I've been searching for for many, many years. Because I no longer am wandering from totally different idea to idea, mm-hmm. and at least now it's all in the same ecosystem. And right. It's just making art and right. That's what I love doing. Literally feel, it feels like I'm home. Yeah, mm. it's awesome. So my future will be this Web3 NFT thing and Odell. Both of the, both of mm-hmm. those will be my, be my future. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't feel like I got anything out of that. <laughs> yeah, no. mm-hmm. yeah, I don't Because I struggle with that so much. <laughs> but it feels, yeah. but it, again, I guess it goes back to that question. Like, how do you find permission to know, I don't want to be present here anymore. Like, I did this and I was present for it, but now I feel not present, even if I still did it. Like I'm kind of done with it. Cause there's, I think in your book, you mentioned uh, there's a part where you were graphic designing, I think, and mm-hmm. you left to start your business. Mm-hmm. Then you left your business. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. when you're reading it, you're like, I thought that, you know, you think that's the dream. Mm-hmm. You went to go, you gave yourself permission to go do your thing, mm-hmm. but then you left your thing to do something else. Mm-hmm. And it com- it almost freed me because I'm the same way yeah. where I start things and not so much that I don't want to continue, but I also have joy creating and thinking Mm -hmm. and almost how do I give myself permission that maybe that's just a part of me. I create, I, you know, make structures, but I might not always have to do the thing within the structure. How did you find, I know I've asked that before, but it just, I've been curious, like how, how did you just know? And then I'm kind of done with this being present here yeah. and I go off to the next thing. I think, yeah, just it comes down to a number of factors. But back to what you said, like, you didn't get anything out of it because I don't have an answer. Yeah, like, yeah, there yeah. There is no answer <laughs> for that. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know how yeah. I get better at this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that's helped in all these ideas, obviously, is the people you attach right. to right. the ideas. Right. And you find people to partner with and help you, you know, on the business side or the like I always um, call my current uh, partner, my 
he's the peanut butter and I'm the jelly. And uh, <laughs> you got to find that, that person. Um, he is literally the opposite of me in mm. every possible way. Yeah. Um, and you got to find those people who can, and there guys like him will say, I love getting behind visionaries and doing the, the yeah. boring stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are tons of those people, just yeah. as many as our creatives that love getting behind a good creative vision. The job of creators is to find those people. Right. Because, yeah, we have amazing ideas, but without mm-hmm. the execution. You know, the people to get it done, yeah. our ideas are useless. And they yeah. used to offend me because I was like, I think there was a quote in a Scott Belsky book that said, like, ideas are 1% and execution is 99%. Yeah. And I used to be a little bit offended by that. I was like, no, ideas are everything. And now I'm like, oh, crap. They're not even 1%. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm building a hotel, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> the idea is like 0.0001% and mm-hmm. it's been a decade of execution now. We still don't have a hotel. Right. Um anyway, yeah, I think I think teams getting the right mm. people and hopefully they help you they stay involved and they stay and you're right. able to like I know Blake, the founder of Tom's, like he spends most of his time out on a boat reading and getting inspired and mm-hmm. dreaming of where that company before he sold it goes next. And, you know, which I love. And my yeah. partners in the hotel have told me they're not going to expect me to be in every board meeting. And, mm-hmm. you know, they want me to be doing what I do and dreaming and imagining where we go next. And that was such a weight off my shoulders because I was like, oh, that is love that. exciting. You know, yeah, that they know that about me, and they're giving me permission already to just go dream. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there is comfort in just watching how you've done this, and you just keep going. Yeah, I, it's really beautiful, and it seem it sounds like it's just kind of natural for you. You're like, well, all right, well, next thing, let's go next thing. Well, and it, it's really, yeah, it's, it's truly due to a lot of failure. Like the last two or three years. Especially during the pandemic, like, you know, like many creatives, I lost my ability to make a living. Like yeah. during the pandemic, yep. Yep. nobody's doing photo shoots, can't travel and speak anymore. Like, all right, mm-hmm. get all my money off the table. So got to pivot. You yeah. know, and thankfully, my wife was uh, doing real estate in that time. So she she took over. Um, I mean, I'm hearing your wife's name more than I'm hearing yours right now by people <laughs> from out of town. Yeah, that are, she, she's that are like, oh yeah, I'm dealing with her with real estate and nice. stuff. I mean, it's like, that's gosh, amazing. how many people? She's like, that's so awesome. <laughs> she's she's I'm so proud of her. Um, yeah, it's a that's a long story, but yeah, she. I'm so so proud of her. So if you guys need real estate or art, <laughs> yeah, go to the Coward House. There you go. <laughs> Apparently, she's so good at it, and she hasn't done an ounce of marketing or social media. Like, yeah, right. It's literally it's word of mouth. Yeah. Um, anyway. And that's been beautiful, too, just the way we've carried each other. Because when things dried up for me, naturally, she wasn't even doing it because things dried up. Just she had been called to start doing real estate, and it blew up. And then things have now gone well for me at NFTs. And now she's scaling back a little bit to yeah. focus on being a mom. And um, just been really beautiful how that's kind of, we're like a seesaw. Yeah. Financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, thank you. Yeah. We've got 10,000 thoughts right now for you. All right. Um, we've all been taking notes um, <laughs> on things you can work on. Okay. <laughs> so, it's really 10,000 notes. I need but. that. Yeah. We want you to stick one of these ideas out. Yeah. 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 See how it plays out. First one. Um, no, just kidding. Um, so these are just like quick answer. Sure. You know, take a sip and get yeah. ready. That's kind of what these are. Currently listening to reading, watching. Gosh, just watch Stranger Things. Mm. Love, love Top Gun. Yeah, listening to lots of Twitter Spaces every day. Geeky people talking about NFTs. Mostly what I listen to right now. Okay, strong. Yeah. Uh, last place you visited? Where did it? Oh, Minneapolis Vcon. Yep. What's that do? <laughs> Vcon. Vcon. Gary V. Gary V. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yes, Gary yes. V. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. I was shooting portraits of all the speakers. Uh, something you're bad at. Lord help us. Oh, man. So many things. Bad at walking right now. <laughs> I can't walk to it, save my life. Just. It's a whole different podcast. I have, yeah. I have a neurological disease that affects my walking. Mm, so, yeah, I'm pretty gosh. bad at walking. 
in all sports. I'm bad at now. But not your hands of, or no? What's that? Does it mess with your hands? Uh, I can feel it on my arms too a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but that was the first thing that came to mind. Because yeah. I have to think about every step I take now. Totally. Wow. Um, but yeah, bad at, uh, gosh, all kinds of things. There's no no, no shortage to that uh, list. How's, how's that been on your soul? Uh, heavy, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not fatal. I'm not going to die from yeah. it, but yeah. I could be in a wheelchair one day. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> keep going. And I don't think Love about it. like a lot of people who have We need to like, bottle your uh, approach to life and, <laughs> yeah. and sell that as an NFT, yeah. man. That's pretty freaking Well, like great. most people who have it, it becomes their identity. Like they yeah. go, they go right. on, like they start podcasts and they, they it just becomes their whole thing where to me, it's like just one small part of my life, you know, that, um, I mm. do try to take really good care of myself for the most part. I certainly eat very clean, which helps, um, I was exercising very consistently. I'm not currently. We both used to work out at, at yeah. this place called D1 yeah. together. Ooh. We're both old and yeah. like Please. D3 now. Oh, it's Please. like D0 for 10 yeah. I went twice last week. You did? But it's so humbling because nobody there knows what I'm dealing with. So, man, like oh, a poor man. guy over there, he can't even do the like one leg stretch. <laughs> so, not only am I middle aged, um, and, and oh. the, the dad guy, no. but, yeah, yeah. but I'm also dealing with a disease that affects literally coordination, mobility, speed, wow. strength, and balance. <laughs> so, which is that whole it thing there. Everything yeah. you need to get right. on a rower. Yeah. You know, exactly. It'd be solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that place is crazy. I mean, wow. it's like. Every cheerleader from every football team in America, every football player in America, mm-hmm. and then us. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, doing my 20 pound Let's curl. Go. The guy next to me has this 125 pound. Totally, like, totally bro. Yeah, <laughs> same. Work it up. Work it Just up. Different to strengths. It. Oh, so dumb. Um, something that doesn't live up to the hype. And I'm so bad at these quick, quick answer improv. Yeah. Board uh, apes. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> yeah actually board apes a lot of NFTs don't live up to the hype but some do Moonbirds those are my those are my the chance. ones those are I'm gonna google it yeah. like no Almond Joy do you like Almond Joy Almond Joy is definitely don't live up to I the mean, hype that's just that's I, I think that's it feels just, like universal there might be eight be people in the world that I, like this. I don't things. even understand how they're still around <laughs> I know they're not great I guess speaking of pet peeve pet peeves other than Almond Joys I hate hitting my head on things. Huh. I go into real. like Hulk mode when I hit mm-hmm. bump my head. Yep. I don't know why. I'm with you. <laughs> get pissed. Oh my gosh. I'm like hit my head on the <laughs> car door or car hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How often do you hit your head? A lot, I guess. Really? Okay, is that because we wear glasses? Because honestly, I've hit them. you hit them. your head a lot? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, yeah I feel like this is just our little conversation. You stand up on the airplane and you bump it. And just I don't like, remember oh, the last man. time I bonked my noggin. I hit my freaking head. <laughs> yeah. and, but my head <laughs> bleeds. Like, you got hair. No, I, I'm like you. I'm just Are you under that hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a little bald. Gosh. Here we go. Gosh, you're hot. You're <laughs> hot. Uh, okay. Uh, role model growing up. Oh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, for Ooh. sure. Big Jordan fan. Uh, something that currently has your attention. Uh, NFTs, duh. Um, what else? Hey, uh, all things Web3 is my world right now. Web3? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what that is. So. You'll get there. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Web3 is just all things NFTs, metaverse, crypto. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. PRL, everybody. Go. PRL. <laughs> waiting for you oh people yeah. really loving you know wow. people really loving gosh oh, that was that, so good that's so nice people really loving Dang. yeah there just aren't enough of those it's so yeah. true <laughs> guys all I, the l all i could think of was licking i, I knew can't. it i knew I it. it perfect i knew it <laughs> i can't get away from it people really licking people really licking you know what so <laughs> I was, yeah. gosh this game could go on forever <laughs> <laughs> Just in my brain. Uh, thank you for being with us. Thanks for thank having me. You. Appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate uh, you. I'll see you at D9. Yeah. Totally. Please. In about four years. Mm. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I feel better about my life. Oh, that's nice. That wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's so stupid. That's so stupid. Uh, well, thanks you guys for listening or watching whatever you did. Um, remember, would you like, subscribe, and share, share, and comment? There more and comment. Yeah, we make more comments. Hear. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. So if you want to go on the socials, um, the Instagrams, the Twitter, the Facebook, the mm-hmm. Space Jam. None of those have the in it, but the, <laughs> yes, you could. Um, yeah, and you know what? The biggest thing right now, you guys, is that just as we're ending this, is that I'm so into um, three, web three, three web, web three. Yeah, yeah. That it's Did you like, just purchase your first NFT? Yeah, and everybody else is around me is like, oh, what's three web? You're what's just, three? Third just time. minting NFTs all day. So anyways. It's just, if you guys aren't into that yet, just call us and let us know because I pretty much have a lot to do with that stuff. So right. thanks for listening to that. Um, yeah, do all the likes, subscribe stuff. That's actually really helpful for us. So please mm-hmm. do that. And if you want to donate or support 10,000 Minutes, you can also go to 10,000minutes.com and figure that out. And your, your next order's free. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's like 98 <laughs> all of a sudden. Okay. Guitar Center, we're going. And- <laughs>